Hello ladies and gentlemen and uh, this is Vishal and on the other side of the planet is Harsha and when I say ladies and gentlemen I'm talking about those people who actually believe the earth isn't flat. Yeah, welcome to our podcast. This is Two Cents on Thursday. Uh, and Harsha, what's up? How are you? Hey, hey, what's up? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, it's been a boring week, especially... Exactly. Exactly. That's our uh, topic for the for this week's episode. It's been a really boring week. Actually, not really. So what do we have for this week? So we actually had to dig quite a deep bit to find out what we should talk about. And I think the one thing that we kind of settled upon, having had no clue what it was all about, is Neuralink. It is one of the events that took place uh, this week where Elon Musk uh, gave us all an update on the Neuralink project. Um, if you guys don't know what it's about, uh, we'll link a great explainer video down below so you can, you know, understand the science behind it. Uh, but in this episode, we want to talk mainly about the update and what it means uh, for the company and uh, how we, as two people who have no clue about uh, neuroscience, um, think about think about this technology. Yeah, apparently I did biology, so uh, I don't know how much of that is going to help. Uh, or it did help with this whole research. But uh, yeah, for those of you who do not know what uh, Neuralink is, it's actually an American neurotech company that was founded in 2016. And uh, it was made public around 2017. Um, yeah, it was founded by Elon Musk himself. And uh, um, by 2019, I think they uh, started showing some progress in whatever they were working to. So their primary objective is to make uh, prothes- uh, prosthetics, brain implants that will somehow connect uh, your brain to an external device wirelessly. So that is their main target. That is what they started out as. And um, if you look at the uh, use for it, uh, you could say that you can someone can actually control their mouse pointers or, uh, you know, do other sort of functions on their computer or their smartphones without having to use their hands. Uh, see, the primary uh, objective of why Neuralink exists is because, uh, well, mm, Musk believes that uh, the brain has these two layers. He spoke about this layer when he was actually presenting in back in 2019. So there's this whole cortex layer and uh, yeah, the other system, yes, the limbic system. So the cortex layer is the more logical, uh, it's the, it's the thing that's really good with numbers, whereas the limbic system is something that's really good with emotions, desires, want, feel, you know, uh, the stuff that makes you cry. So, uh, uh, Musk said that there needs to be another, um, uh, super brainy layer, uh, something that's called the digital layer, which already exists. Basically, all our smartphones, our electronic devices are this layer. But, uh, he states that, uh, that, this is really uh, finicky. Uh, the object of the whole point of having to interact with this sort of devices uh, with your physical, you know, your hands and, you know, give give a sort of physical input is kind of slow. So he wants to create a symbiotic relationship with all your tech. So basically what he's saying is uh, he wants to put a chip in, inside our head. Uh, so that's the gist of it. Yeah, it sounds like a Black Mirror episode. So we'll we'll get deep into it. And, uh, yeah, before, before I think, uh, we talk about this particular device, I, uh, this particular event that happened very recently, we need to understand as to what they're working on. Uh, they're working on a chip. 
uh and that chip is called the n1 chip i believe so this particular chip it's supposed to be uh implanted into your skull and then there are thousand wires that come out of this very thin um, wires that are then connected to your brain uh, brain's neural system and what what it basically does is it detects the uh, the neurons and the electrons that are fired in your brain i'm not sure if i'm doing a good job at explaining this but that's basically what it does and this chip learns uh, over time how your brain functions and then it is able to sort of predict um when these neurons are getting fired and that way it can help uh, uh you know ch- uh, it can help people who have uh, some kind of paralysis or have difficulties with um you know moving their limbs and uh, problems with their motor systems it can help them um you know get over that uh, that kind of problem so that's basically what the initial goal of neuralink is through this technology now this now this tech is not something like it's it's not something that's new it's not like musk thought about it himself he's he's not the innovator here this tech has already existed uh, there are uh, you know uh, electronic sewing machines that actually uh, implant these wires or electrodes into your brain inside inside your skull uh, close to an uh, close to a neuron so neurons basically that one single cell that that is the brain cell basically that um, is is like uh, you know connected to thousand other neurons and there's something called uh, a synaptic reaction a synapse basically it's a signal from one neuron to another so this can be uh, broken down in has an electrical signal like passing of one electron and uh, you know when when it passes and gives a gap you you can associate that same thing to how you would perceive a transistor like zero and one inputs into that whole circuit so um, the basic idea is to kind of learn from these electrical impulses what the brain is trying to do when it wants to do something so uh these these tiny electrodes need to be placed close to uh, a neuron and uh, how close uh, about 60 micron close i believe yeah so it needs to be placed at that proximity so that it can kind of uh detect the firing of that particular electron uh and uh, get a reaction in this electrode and send that to a small uh, sm- small transducer that's already there in the in the chip that will convert these you know analog signals into digital signals that can be processed by the n1 chip and uh, that can be processed into data so it, the initial designs of this uh, if you look yeah. uh, there was a huge um, a hearing aid kind of transducer that would go outside the Uh, the ear and uh, this had to be uh, replaced this can be upgraded later down the line in the future now uh, now this particular particular idea uh, can work reverse also you can send signals back to the uh, brain too now this is the basic principle of your you know cochlear hearing aid the age old hearing aid that most people are really familiar with you know it will just pick up signals from the outside convert that con- sound signals from the outside convert that into vibrations and then sig- send electrical signals on to the brain so that it perceives the sound so it's that basic technique that is working around here so what next what is neuralink do yeah firstly i think you did a great job of explaining how this tech works uh, and it ca- it shows you know that you are a bio student yeah but uh, yeah let let's let's talk about like how this demo actually went down 
So in order to give this demo, they brought out some pigs, uh, which had these M1 chips uh, implanted in their brains. And uh, Musk basically said that everything that you perceive through your physical um, senses are just spikes in your in neurons. And uh, they represented these spikes as small audio, uh, what do you call those? Like audio impulses, um, which basically showed what the pig's, um, so the, the example that they took here was of that of the pig's snout. So anytime the pig's snout touches something um, physical, there was a spike in the um, in the neurons. So that's what they showed here. And they also showed us uh, an experiment where they were able to identify the way in which a pig moves. So the way its legs moved. And then um, the processor was able to predict how it's going to move and was able to relay back this information. So doing this comparison between how the pig actually moved and how the processor predicted it would, it was very close uh, and, and was very uh, consistent to how the actual movement was happening. So you can imagine that this information can be sent uh, into a person's brain who is for, uh, suffering from some kind of paralysis and this can help regain their motor functions. Exactly. Fun fact, the pig was called Gertrude and uh, a, lo a lot of people uh, were actually baffled by the way <laughs> that, uh, uh, you know, the the brain impulses were actually converted to an audio file and so that we could understand it better. But yeah, like Harsha mentioned, uh, the larger implication of this whole tech is that uh, you can somehow try to regain motor functions because the, the program that they have is able to predict uh, the moment of your uh, of the pig's limbs. Uh, so uh, now you have to work this in reverse again. So if I want to move my hand, I need to send out a certain signal. It's because there isn't any neuron firing uh, and then those signals aren't reaching the, the legs or the hands uh, of someone who's like paralyzed that he or she is not able to move that part. So they, they have to try to work it in the reverse sense. Um, a lot of people, uh, a lot of academics actually pointed out that uh, the demo is mediocre when you look at it in terms of just neuroscience. Okay. Uh, but uh, all this is done wirelessly. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I think that's definitely the improvement that we have seen from um, what was already there 25 years ago, right? So, and also yeah. the fact that a lot of people ask that, you know, once this technology is out there in the market, how expensive is it going to be? And Musk actually confirmed uh, or basically clarified that a lot of the parts that are used in the making of the N1 chip are basically parts that are used in uh, mass consumer devices like your phones and your wearables. So he aims that over time, the cost of this entire pro uh, process um, and, you know, including the surgical procedure would come all the way down to a few thousand dollars, which I think is a really competitive price. Uh, and it's going to be almost the same as getting a LASIK surgery. So, yeah, I think that's a really good sign. Yeah. And I know most of you guys are thinking like as to what sort of materials will go inside your, you know, your skull. Uh, and uh, let me tell you, this is... You know, implanting an electron into your head is not something new again. Uh, there, there was something called the Utah Array that uh, happened around 20 years ago, uh, where uh, larger electrodes were actually implanted into someone's head uh, who was suffering from Parkinson's uh, to sort of get a, a, a physical response from them by sending them sort of uh, electrical impulses to the brain. This has already been done. 
and um, uh, they kind of demo this whole tech the suta array if you if you uh, check this out they were able to move mouse pointers 20 years ago itself they were able to move uh, uh, game cursors and play ping pong on a screen 20 years ago which was already awesome so this is not a tech that is relatively new um as in uh, it this tech existed long before that whole episode on black mirror came out and uh, yeah the uh, yeah they they, uh, they also spoke about uh, the security concerns with uh, uh, with this tech not not the sort of security that you guys are thinking whether it will be hackable and then i can program your brain to kill someone or not so not that kind of tech you know tech concerns uh you know like uh, the whole fact that uh, this was tested on uh, uh animals and how viable will this be on a humans test subject but guess what they the uh, the US FDA has already approved one test subject who's suffering from you know a uh, full body paralysis to be implanted with this chip and checked but um, uh, there are a lot of concerns with this company uh, with this company itself Uh, how musk operates uh, this company uh, and uh, what do you think about that i think uh, any company that musk is the founder of or you know leads is a company that's always under pressure to meet deadlines and that's like the general demeanor of um, elon musk himself and everyone who's working in a company like that knows the kind of um, pressure they'll be under so Yeah uh, there have been a few reports that suggest that there have been um, you know some internal struggles in the company with regards to how the company is structured and so on but that doesn't uh, mean that you know there's something that's going to bring the company down by any means like every or most of the employees in the company have actually applauded uh, the the team itself for having done all this research and uh, Yeah, I mean if if they figure out how to structure the company properly and you know um, work towards a, a goal then I think it, sh- it it's a company that's you know on the rise and we have seen um the rise of SpaceX over the years so this could be one of uh, one of them but uh, SpaceX is uh, completely physical you see uh, it's physics mechanics and what not uh, when it comes to uh, neuralink uh, there is this whole human aspect to it uh, the product is directly implanted onto a onto your onto the customer spacex isn't something mm-hmm. like that spacex is purely knowledge sharing um, and uh, enthusiastic you know if you are into space and stuff but if you look at neuralink the, uh, um, there are two sections in, in the company itself neuroscientists and the mechanical engineers uh the you know the engineers let's just just put them into yeah engineers so uh, and each of them are headed by a particular individual and um, one time what happened was uh, when they were testing uh when they were testing on a goat apparently uh the neuroscientist suggested that let's not include all these 10000 electrons onto the the brain of the goat let's just you know take it a step by step let's just do 5000 let's just do you know something lesser but uh, the mech team suggested that let's just all, uh, go all guns blazing and stuff and apparently that test subject uh, uh, i mean that test failed i do not know what happened to the goat maybe uh, it was uh, beja fry i do not know but uh, but <laughs> i really don't know the test failed so uh, you see there's this whole uh, dichotomy like one sub one 
one set of people who are like really concerned and the other set of people who just really want progress uh, and if you look at the progress of uh, musk with with in terms of musk he makes a lot of big statements all right like uh, even even in terms of space uh, there were there were a lot of failures even after the falcon succeeded there were a lot of failures on the uh, the is mission uh and uh, uh he makes a lot of claims you remember like he made claim that there would be robo taxis all over us and you know teslas will be running oh, yeah. autopilot like from west to east and it'll stop wherever yeah, you want to charge that. and uh, only recently did they even put out an update uh for recognizing speed signs on the highways uh mm. he's yet to reach that dream so he can make a lot of claim and uh He, because it's easier to make that and get the attention uh, right now all they want is the hype i believe i think he wants to educate people about this whole thing that exists so that it becomes easier for people to adopt this tech mm-hmm. and not sway away from this so i think that's why they had this whole demo and not to showcase what they've done yeah so exactly so like from a from a neuroscience perspective this demo was nothing like it was just to explain a 5 year old what what is it that you know neuralink is trying to do it's it's that that's what it seemed like but as you said like in order to create hype and in order to get people talking this is the kind of demo you need and there is obviously a um a vast difference between engineers who want things done quick and fast and the the sort of research community where things take time and as you rightly mentioned um with neuralink there's a human aspect involved so there are a lot of ethical concerns that come when it comes to experiments and stuff so yeah it's definitely going to be challenges that neuralink faces and we're going to be seeing progress um, you know on a very long time scale but the fact that fda has actually given them approval uh, means and they have their first test subject means that uh there will be progress it's just going to be very slow and depending on how the friction is between the the scientists and the engineers in the company uh i think that will determine how how fast we see this product actually come to market about this being manufactured in you know uh, in a larger scale uh, um harsha did mention that uh, most of the components are actually from a modern day smartphone uh I'd also like to point out that the machine that actually implants this thing that sews these you know uh these impl- uh, the electrodes onto your brain uh they kind of manufacture that too. Neuralink has made a really affordable and I say affordable it it will cost around like 10 10000 USD because the other ones in the market are 50000 USD. So yeah, it's so that's modestly yeah. affordable okay. And uh, they've already got 40 units of that particular machine. So they're bringing out the whole you know manufacturing assembly line for that particular machine which means if they can do 40 units it's not running on a one time small time manufacturing unit so they they're sort of setting that up to they're kind of getting into that domain so which is which is nice which is nice to see and uh, quite horrifying also i i that's just some guy who watches too much black mirror i'm just i'm just Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even I, even I'm even I'm guilty of that. I mean, honestly, like before we uh you know recorded this bit that you just heard, um uh, we were also quite skeptical and for us um, from the outside it looked like something out of black mirror and Musk actually made fun of that himself and he admitted to that, uh which is very true, but then as you start reading more and more and as you start looking into how this technology actually works, 
you you understand that this is something that's not new uh, it's been there since 25 years you're just seeing an improvement in what's already there so yeah we try to look at it from that perspective uh, we'd appreciate your thoughts um, and yeah let us know what you think about it uh, could it potentially be another black mirror episode in real life or is it something that you're looking forward to seeing how it develops and what what happens of it all right um yep so that was the end of our discussion about neuralink and what we thought about the event itself um as as i said earlier like we'd love to hear your thoughts on this and uh, we'd love to have a discussion and see what you have to think about this technology and where it's heading so do let us know um we're on twitter uh, at two cents thursday but yeah if you think that you can reach either one of us uh that would be well appreciated as well um do let us know if you have any topics for us for next week as this is this has been a very tough week uh, in terms of tech and there's not much to actually talk about um otherwise yeah hopefully we'll see you again next week until then take care wear a mask and stay home people also wakanda forever <laughs> yes wakanda forever <laughs>